What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Ride Share Rodeo Gig News and Interviews. I'm your host, Steve. Let's get it on. Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? Hello. Uh, welcome to the round table. So tonight we got Kim Side Money Plans. We got uh, John Dash Theory TV. We got Gig Work Mama, Cheyenne. Uh, and uh, and yeah, um, Gary's not here tonight. And uh, Tom is, I think Tom's fallen ill again, you guys. I know a lot of you guys were following that early earlier, but um, hope him a speedy recovery. Uh, but yeah, um, smack that like if you're in here. Uh, hopefully you guys got to join part of the delivered conversation. I think that was super fun. I don't know. That was just me. Um, I know you guys, Kim won a TV. Nice. I can't believe it. Oh. Kim won a TV. Gigwise won a PS5. No um, way. Rideshare Lisa won a JBL Pulse, um, like speaker, uh, um, Joe, uh, let's play DoorDash. One, um, uh, a Galaxy tablet, brand new. What? I mean, this was unreal. the The CEO from Delivered came in and just started playing Oprah Winfrey. Man, you get a gift. You get. A, you get a gift. You get a gift. He was just <laughs> woo. He delivered <laughs> in prizes. <laughs> that was that was great, man. Uh, I I don't know. I I knew that he was gonna have some prizes. I knew that he had said. We'll have, you know, we'll have one big prize and, and I'll get some, you know, we'll do some cards. I just figured they were all going to be cards and one big prize. I had no idea it was going to be like, I felt like all of them were big prize. I mean, even the cards were $25 Amazon cards and stuff. So, I mean, those aren't small, but I mean, there were some big gifts. You know, I was, I was shocked. It was, it was awesome. So wow. if, if you did come and you didn't win anything, at least you got to hear that interview. I think there was a lot of information and there's still more to be taken in. We interviewed Ashley and now we interviewed the CEO, Chris. I think he really shed some light. I, I think I asked some, I think I asked some of the questions that, and I may, did it nicely, but I asked some of the questions that people want answers to. Um, but, you know, I, I did it very politely because I knew that I, you know, I don't want to go in there and go, blah, blah, people hate you. I don't, people do. And like, you know, cause everybody, everybody has an issue with every app fact. Like I I've been signing people, I've been helping people get on curry forever. And, um, you know, people, when they get on, they have a problem. They call me like, what the hell man, you get like, I, I just helped you get on. What, the, what do you mean, dude? You've been begging me. I got, I helped you get on. Now you're on. You know, I can't make but, your market be what it is. But some some apps work differently in like other areas. There have been apps that I've tried that are fantastic in other areas and then they come to my area and like it's like but it's okay because I just don't work it and I move on and do something else. So it just might work differently in different areas. Exactly. I mean, I've said this before, you know, like um uh Sassy, Nomadic Gig Mom. 
she works only Grubhub. I mean, I think she's maybe added in some DoorDash now, but she worked only Grubhub for a long time. If I've said this, if I did that, I literally could not make enough money for dinner if all I did was Grubhub in a day. Yeah. Maybe I'm exaggerating, but I'm telling you guys, like, I don't see Grubhub stuff. I actually have somebody in my own market who actually watches my own channel and he does only Grubhub and he kills it. And I'm like, what is your secret? Because I just don't see it. And we're in the same market. So there is something to it. I, I haven't found the secret yet. <laughs> right. But I mean, I think a good example is um, like Rideshare Lisa was, was in the chat. And I know she didn't have a great taste about delivered prior to this because she has been working delivered that in Syracuse. Now we looked it up and in, in Syracuse, uh, delivered that has a direct affiliation with one of their largest um with one of their largest supermarkets and another company too delivered does not have those big relationships so they don't she's like i've only seen 32 delivereds and i've done 114 delivered that's market to market people she's got uh their that syracuse market has a stronger foothold with deliver that than they do with delivered it's just how it goes that doesn't mean that in six months Delivered won't be above deliver that in her market. Yeah. I mean, you just don't know. But especially when things are getting going. I mean, there he Chris told us tonight that he's in that they're in 150 markets now with delivered. Well, I mean, that's big. I mean, I know that not too long ago they were in like 40, 50. So I mean, like when you grow like that, things happen. You know, you gotta and then you gotta land your fish. It's the same thing with ParaWorks and all these apps. You it's tough to get these up off the ground. Yeah. Like so, I said, it literally, it literally just came to my market. So maybe about two months ago, three months ago. So it's it's definitely brand new. So if it's coming to my market, it might be coming to more markets. So I just the key to what I did is I just kept checking back and checking back and checking back. Um, you know, a couple months at a time until boom, it was there. Yeah, the one thing I, I'll say is that. Um, where he did shed some light and and then we'll move on from this because we just did that that discussion but so you guys can go watch that on the paragig smarter channel um it, i think it was a really good discussion but um what he did what one of the things that i did get into with him that he admittedly said but i agree with is you guys know me i'm all about transparency they're transparent but there were a lot of people ask, well, look, if I don't have 10 deliveries, I'm not seeing all the orders. Yeah. Did you see the numbers that we were talking about? Did you hear his largest order ever that went to Citibank in Dallas? $16,000. They're not going to put you on the app and hand you $16,000 worth of food. They're not going to do it. If that doesn't make sense to you, I don't know which part of that isn't resonating. <laughs> they want to, they want to see. And he even said, we were, yes, we want you to, I said, is there anything to this completing 10 thing? He said, absolutely. We want to see you complete 10 before we're going to give you two, three, $4,000 catering orders. I mean, that makes sense to me, man. I, I don't know who else would give me, I can't go in many places and say, Hey, I'm ready to just deliver that. Just give me that six grand worth of food. I don't know. Um, in fact, that's to me, that's part of the DoorDash problem. DoorDash has LOPs and catering offers that go undelivered. People have to cancel them and they don't get their food. 
Do you know how mad? I, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but if I had an event coming up, like my son's graduation, now I wouldn't cater it with DoorDash, but if I did and they didn't show up, I wouldn't just be like, give me my money back. I'd be so pissed. That app would never see me again. <laughs> never. And then I'd be looking for easy cater, delivered, cartwheel, um, food fetched, paraworks. I'd be looking for these other things where I can get correct catering done because DoorDash is not a catering company. It's a low tier SAAS um, that just has a huge market share of workers. I mean, at one point, it won't surprise me if DoorDash tries what Uber does and just says, we do everything. And they have DoorDash Butler and DoorDash Shopper. And I mean, they're, you know, DoorDash Autonomous Cars. Like, I just see I them. Mean, going, really they got to. They have to find a way to make a way to make a comment somehow. <laughs> John, Did you I all hear that? <laughs> God, I think you got to exit and come back, man. That was like, I didn't know a word you said. <laughs> um, okay, so before we jump in, I didn't know that. So, oh, yes. Thank you, you guys. Tom. Let's get, let's get, let's get. If you guys aren't subscribed to her channel, just click it right now. It's in the show, it's in the notes right now of this video. Give her a sub. I don't, I don't know how close you are. Are you real close? I'm at 912. Okay, so you're in, yeah. I mean, like, potentially by the end of the year. Fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> like a Good way to ring in the new year. <laughs> I know, right? That'd be so much fun. Who invited Vader? <laughs> Darth Vader. That's Joe's comment. <laughs> for, for John. <laughs> I hear it now too. And exactly. Optimus John. Optimus John. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, okay. So um yes, you guys probably read uh the title correctly. We are gonna try and dissect this because Kim has a good grasp on it. I have a good grasp on it. I I'm Cheyenne, I don't know if you've been following what's going on in New York City, other than the articles I sent out. Um, but there's a lot of confusion on making this look pretty and it ain't pretty. <laughs> I mean, I know I, I can tell you guys, I know a lot of veteran rideshare drivers who, when this type of stuff happened in New York city, it killed them. It killed their business. And it was the definition that we often talk about of where floor meets ceiling. You no longer could be a hustler. It wasn't worth it. Because the minimum pay is what everybody got. Now, am I saying everybody got that exact amount, like a paycheck? No. You might have got 2 $3 more an hour than that minimum pay. But guess what, guys? I know people who hustle in NYC, especially rideshare, who make 50 60 bucks an hour plus because they work midnight shifts, because they work weekends. When they put that $28.75 with expenses in there, all of them found themselves trying to, first of all, you had to schedule shifts or blocks. You had to fight for those blocks. You were assigned how many blocks you could grab based on your performance. So it was, forget acceptance rating. They came up with 20 other performance metrics that decided how much you could work in a week. So have they put all that information out here yet about what's going on with DoorDash and Uber Eats and Grubhub? No, but it's coming because the law... The law takes effect on February 2nd. 
So we'll dissect, or at least we'll try and give our opinion of why did DoorDash introduce it into the app today. Until February 2nd, they do not need to do any of this. So why'd they do it? Because I have a, I have some really big theories and I know some things going on, but I'm curious because even what I know right now is a is a nightmare mess. So Kim, I don't know if like maybe we'll just kind of jump like a diving board. Let's just jump in and see and we'll just keep adding because I got tons to to bring up. I'm sure you do too that Yeah. I you know I, it's it's funny because I feel like this is so big that you don't even know where to start and what angle to start at. But I guess we'll start with the 2993 and this is active time, right? So it is not your entire dash time. It's not that you can be out for 12 hours and get paid the 12 hours. No, it's your actually your active time. So do I think that DoorDash is just going to give away $29.93 per hour to every driver in New York City? <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, that would be no. I it no. Like I can't even honestly, I can see them slowing down how many orders come into your phone. I can see them giving people the really bad orders in order for them to accept them. So that way they stay active within that hour. I mean, but this is New York city. We're not talking like we're in a warm car. Like we're talking like we're on e-bikes, we're on scooters. Like, <sighs> yeah. We'll and just so, just so we'll you guys start. are aware, we talked about an article a long time ago that was, um, or not a long time ago. I'm, I'm talking like maybe four or five, weeks ago that was there was a preempt on this where we were talking about the fact that they're going to get shot down for the second court case which they did and they lost and first of all let's first acknowledge too that new york city is the only city in the united states showing full transparency on the food apps the only city that does it you see everything you see the distance you see the total pay there's no hidden dips you see everything that happened a while ago now they're doing this, and um, the way it actually read was seventeen ninety six an hour. Okay, it read seventeen ninety six an hour guaranteed, and then it said, and this was weeks ago, and there's many articles, and then it said or fifty cents a minute. So let's do fifty cents a minute. At fifty cents a minute times sixty minutes is what thirty dollars. And now there's the new thing that they've put out in the app. I've seen people sending me the app shots of it, seen it. So I've seen what they're showing in the app. It's the same kind of thing they tried to do in Colorado when they wanted us to agree not to, not to want Stephanie's legislation. They sent out a thing saying, hey, if you want flexibility, you better not go with that and you better do this. That's, when DoorDash is showing you something, you better be skeptical as you can be that it's not the right decision for you. Yeah. I mean, it, and of course, read it, look into it. But I'm saying like, they're not going to, they're not out for the drivers. I don't know. I just kind of think of even myself, if I do like 10 hours, I'm making this up because I multi-app and I do other things. Like say I work 10 hours of dash time. I mean, yeah, of dash time, but technically like my active time, I'm really making up these numbers is like six hours. Like I'm only going to get paid for the six hours, even though I worked 10 hours. So 
I just had that same, you know, I never do DoorDash. And I think you guys watched me painfully get through a few last week. And it was, guys. But honestly, like when I looked at the end of like the four or five of them that I did, I saw exactly what Kim's talking about. And I already know this because I've been I've been on the app since 2020. So I know how this works. But and I've even told you guys, always look at your real time. But the dash time and then the way that they say, um, you know, active time. So like my active time made a little more sense to the earnings I made. My dash time made no sense. Yeah. At that point, I was like, I'm just, I'm a nonprofit. If I'm, and I was just doing DoorDash. I wasn't multi-apping. So I wasn't trying to like even really bang it out of the park. I just wanted to get a read on what happens if you just work DoorDash. Yeah. And again, people are like, your sample size is too small. I get that. I'm not saying that this was the study to end all studies. I just, for me, I know my market. I pop into it once in a while or I test things for para, but I, you know, I mean, I got in there and I saw all these, uh, um, you know, I saw my, my, my actual time on the app and I wasn't multi-apping was wasted because what I made just doing DoorDash was pathetic for the hours I was on the app. If I go to the dash time, or to the active time, then I see, well, okay, I did okay. Not great. Okay. But that's not a metric. You, you can't say, hey, I, like Kim said, you can't say, hey, I was on, I only, I worked five hours and made this. You only were on the app five hours? No, I was on 12, but I only made, but I made this in five. But it's you worked like 12 hours then. Yeah. It's almost like they're saying you're going to work realistically 10 to 12 hours, but you're only really going to get paid for five or six hours when you really break down the active time that you're actively taking an order. So even if it comes to six hours, that's what, $180 for a 10 to 12 hour shift that you're working. And yep. do we like, do we even dive right into tips? <laughs> no, because we'll, well, we'll get, obviously we'll get there in just a second. But what I wanted to point out is that the law that was passed, you guys need to look into this law a little more. And it's one of those ones that you're not going to find it on the surface level. You guys got to look a little bit. I'll put, I don't have specific ones ready tonight, um, but I'll put a couple of the legislative ones. There, a, a couple of them are actual legal reads. If you feel like doing them, they're not too long, but they describe this a little better. So here's what's happening. That's the biggest part of the problem. That 1796 in, on February 2nd is going to become what they call the block program, or I don't think they've named it yet, but that's what I call it because that's what the rideshare did, which means you can select some blocks and it's kind of a morphing of um, pay by time and New York's way of doing things. So what they're doing is they're saying, hey, if you turn on the app, and if you take all the orders, I don't know if they'll have like a one or two allowed to skip thing or whatever, like the Prop 22 did or whatever, or, you know, um, or like, I mean, the drive by time, you know, because drive by time, I think allowed you one or two, maybe not even, I don't know. I, I think you were allowed to skip one or two. You're allowed one per hour. Okay. So one per hour. So let's say that they did that or even none. So 1796 will be paid to you. If you get blocks and you get on the app, you will be paid to sit on your couch at home. If they send you orders, you have to take them, but you it's not based on dash time. That amount, you will be paid per hour just having the app on. Oof. 
Really? But it's but it's New York City. So here's the thing. Why do you think DoorDash now, two months before this legislation goes into effect, or actually I shouldn't even say legislation anymore. The legislation is now a law. It's now a law. So what do you think DoorDash mostly wants? They want everybody taking the 50 cents a minute because they're going to be crossing independent contractor lines. There's going to be some other problems, but the biggest problem they're going to have is however many people opt in, and that's what it is, an opt-in. If you opt in to the 1796, they're going to want to get all those people the orders first. So how much is going to be left for the people who are oversaturating anyway that are going, dude, I'm going to make 30 bucks an hour. Are you? Because maybe you'll only get one offer per two hours. In which case you're making, what, $15 per two hours? Okay. I'm just saying, I'm just saying like that, none of this to me sounds good. But when you got the backup that New York City demanded, which is that they have an hourly rate, that's why we were seeing the word minimum wage used in a bunch of articles. Now, you're not seeing them relate to it because you have to go back four or five weeks to see the actual legislation. But the legislation states that they want more drivers on there. The next thing that is coming, it's coming to a lot of other states too. We have a Massachusetts story if we get to it tonight. If not, um, we'll get to it because we got to hit some legislation stuff here in the near future. But um, look, they, the city wants to have an understanding of how many people are working at any given time. This is not just DoorDash. This is not just Uber Eats. This is not just New York City. They, In a perfect world, every state wants this. And they want to start closing in on a cap. They want a cap on the apps. They want to say, okay, Friday nights in, in Manhattan, you can have 2,000 people on. So who are the first? Thank you, Thomas. Appreciate that. And yes, AR is illegal. Um, but so they want to, obviously, they're going to take the people who they don't want you to know about the, op, the the 1796. Now, I don't know who'd take that. But if you take that, they don't want you to. So they've put this out there now. And they're saying, no, no, look at now you get 30 bucks an hour. Look how nice we are at DoorDash. They want you to get used to this and think this is the way. And, and then when you see the 1796, you'll be like, why? I make 30 an hour plus tips. You won't after that happens. You definitely won't after that happens because they want a certain amount of people working at the hourly rate. DoorDash has been testing hourly in markets around the country for over a year now. They've been testing, hey, do you want hourly pay instead? And I've had some people tell me, I didn't do the worst on it. I've not heard any, dude, hourly pay is the way to go. <laughs> Nobody said that to me, you know? And so therefore, but we will get, I think what will happen is you're going to get a lot of the people who are those W2 mindset people who are like, listen, I just, you know, I, I just want, if I know I can at least make 1796, I'm good. Yeah. Are you in New York City? I mean, I don't know where you live, but I don't know what you can get there. I've talked to Hannibal. We've joked about like we've we've joked about some YouTube videos where we've seen like 100 square feet. They rent 100 square feet out for like four grand. And you have to build a loft bed and you can't even walk in there. And there's a little like stove. And when you walk in, everything you bump everything in your house. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's no room to move. 
<laughs> so, I mean, like, this is just the cost of living there. So I don't get it. I don't get it at all. But yeah, I mean, Kim, to your point, even now out of the gate, though, they're just saying, hey, here you go. But behind the scenes, and it's not even that behind the scenes, we're doxing the crap out of you. So I guess that's where Kim, you can jump in with some of this because I mean the tipping to after the the um, already charging two dollars per per delivery to the customer. They've already so passed crazy. it on to the customers. Um, they are uh, DoorDash is um, uh, or where was the other the other big talking point is that they're going to um, uh. Oh, DoorDash says it it will raise uh, fees for New York City restaurants to cover a big pay hike. They're raising the fees to the restaurant. They're raising the fees to the customer. They're passing along another line item of two dollars to the customer. I know every I know some people in New York are excited. I would question. I would really look into this, guys. I wouldn't be that excited. I don't. I let's just talk about the tipping after. Just real quick, I just think it was a big screw you to what's happening, and I, I just think that the people that they're screwing are the drivers, not the, not the legislation or now a law itself. Like, man, like tipping, tipping after. Like, I just keep thinking, like, how many customers are really going to tip? It's an afterthought, an afterthought. Yeah. Well, I mean, the other thing is I think they're trying to stick it to the city a little bit yeah. because I think they're being like, hey, fine, we'll charge the customers an extra two bucks. We're raising our fees. Customers are now going to pay more than they did yeah. when they were tipping drivers. Even if it was a bad tip, they're going to pay more than that without a tip. We're going to make that happen. So what customer is going to see a bill come in for the same order they make, let's say every Tuesday, and now it costs more and they haven't even put in a tip and normally they put in a $10 tip. Are they going to, after they get their food, put in a $10 tip? No. no. Yeah. And they have up to 30, 30 days to tip. 30. You know, the weird thing about that, Kim, is that's, the, that's how rideshare is and has been since 2015. You have 30 days how... to tip. I just, I, I don't never, know. I never understood that. I know that the, Back in the day, they said that they actually had a reason. Uber put out a statement, which they normally don't do. And they said that a lot of people aren't using rideshare daily or even weekly. So sometimes when they come back into the app, they forgot that they forgot to tip the last drive they did. So they see that pop up and they're like, oh, and they'll tip them. It could be two weeks later. I never really bought into that. I don't believe that at all because I don't believe people who didn't tip Maybe the occasional person in a rush running out the door and then he's like, oh, but those type of people, I would even assume, I know me, I would go back into the app that day and tip them. Oh, I forgot I, to tip the driver earlier. I need to yeah, do it wouldn't that. be like a two weeks then. Yeah, no, yeah I, I wouldn't. I, I, the next time I opened the rideshare app, I wouldn't go, oh, I forgot to tip oh. the driver three <laughs> weeks ago. I mean, I might, but most people are just going to go, yeah, I didn't do that on purpose. You guys charge me too much. I just think, and this is just a hunch and a guess, I just feel like they're trying to change the tipping culture in general, and they're mm -hmm. starting here and seeing how it gets rolled out, see what it does, see what business they can drama off of it, and if it's successful, 
is it going to be a test in other areas of the country? They actually already tested this. And if Zach is still here, he knows exactly what part of the country. I can't remember off the top of my head. But they were actually already testing the tipping after. God, I can't remember where it was. And he just said it tonight where it was. But anyway, they were already testing this already in parts of the country. So how many more areas is this going to be rolled out? Because they're really trying to change the tipping culture. I'm surprised to see Traveler and Chris Taylor saying that they can. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't. Do I suck? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know what I'm well, doing. No, I'm just <laughs> I mean, but the Christopher Taylor one, I guess I kind of get it, kind of goes along with what I was saying that Uber said in a statement. But however, oh, with shipped, maybe it makes sense. Yeah. Like maybe a ship shopper's like, oh, dude, I can't believe I forgot to tip that guy. He did all kinds of stuff for me because there's preferred shoppers. That could be somebody you deal with all the time. Yeah. So oh, I could sorry. see that. Raised on um, Scrabble said it was Baton Rouge. That's where it was. I just couldn't think of it off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, but I mean, guys, there's there's 16 other states looking at legislation. They're all different. Most of them, almost every one of them is demanding the removal of the AR rate, even the psychological one. Meaning there can, I mean, first of all, um, you know, it was already said in the chat by, uh, by Thomas. Um, Thomas is in... Thomas gets this. Him and I are always right synced up with this. AR is illegal for independent contractorship. You cannot have an AR rate. Um, so all the states want that gone. They they want to pick away the easy no-brainer things first. Well, the AR is gone. Well, we'll just keep it in there for the drivers to psychologically scare them. Nope, it's gone. Can't do it. So states want it gone. They don't even want drivers seeing it, even if there's no measurement or metric that's being used that that percentage base is on. And to me, you know, I know it needs to go, but like we're learning, we're seeing in real time right now that DoorDash knew this was coming. The other, pro or, and I, sh I should be saying, Door when I say DoorDash tonight, I mean DoorDash, Uber Eats, Grubhub. Just know that. I'm not, I'm just picking on DoorDash because they have the market share um, and they have the multiple tiers. And I mean, even those are gone. Those are gone in New York City now. Wow. Other than Top Dasher. I mean, they removed the one tier. They'll be removing the other in the new year. They'll, yeah. I mean, this yeah. is all the things that they've been trying, they've been tricking you with for years. They're removing because they have to, but they're already backlashing in ways that they're trying to attack the drivers or they're not trying, they're, they're hurting the drivers while trying to attack the cities City. yeah. because the cities are saying, no, this is how it's going to be. And they're like, we can make things real ugly. Because, I mean, imagine this. What if, and I know this, you guys are going to be like, well, that, how would that happen with triple oversaturation? If the numbers get so bad that you can't make $5 in an hour kind of thing, or 10 or whatever, even 15, 20 in New York. I don't know how you guys even do that in New York City. But, um, but if they get to that kind of point, you're going to see a quicker driver driver fall off than you will onboarding. And the ones who do onboard, remember that what I, I just was going over the stat. It's definitely above 70. I can't remember what it was. 70% of people who onboard to gig apps only work three days before they quit. <laughs> it That's crazy. My point being that that kind of constant flow isn't going to keep working forever. 
I mean, and they yeah. know that. And if the pay is even 10 times worse than it was, it's definitely going to get worse. You're going to have trouble onboarding people and bringing them in. So then the city is faced with a dilemma because since the pandemic, they have learned to rely on these luxury delivery services. Yes, you heard me right, people. Luxury delivery services. <laughs> they are a luxury. Um, even in a snowstorm, you can walk to the store if you don't have a car. I mean, you might not like it, but you can. There are some people who can't. I get that. But to be honest, you can walk to the store. You could do things for yourself. People are using these apps who, as Lou said, can't afford them. But now it's going to be, well, wait a minute. Why am I paying more and I haven't even entered a tip? People aren't stupid. They're going to notice. Mm-hmm. Especially like, I don't, again, I don't use them enough, but I know people who use these apps a lot, they know their numbers and they, some of them are even familiar with, dude, I order the same thing from the same restaurant every week on the same day and the price is different. Yeah. That's just right there should tell you, you are dealing with an awful company. Yeah. Just, just real quick. I just want to read like the, what DoorDash said, because you can just hear, like, I feel like they were seething when like they were writing this, just the first couple lines. It says, as we have repeatedly made clear in the recent months, the ill-conceived extreme minimum pay rate for food delivery workers in New York city will have a significant consequence for everyone who uses our platform. Unfortunately, these regulations will significantly increase the cost of facilitating delivery in um, NYC and force us to make a number of operational changes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And there will be a lot of losers for sure. Um, so uh, an oversaturation will cause the DCWP to raise the hourly using the alternative method which again was added specifically because the main apps asked for them. There's also the, the curiosity of why the other, there's two, there's Grubhub, there's Uber Eats, there's DoorDash, but there's two other like fairly big, I mean, I won't call them DoorDash or Uber Eats size, but uh, delivery companies in New York who are not being held to this. One is a biking service and a and a um, moped and a scooter only. And the other one is like the rest of the apps we know, car, walk, whatever. But I wonder why. There, I, I think that it's the same thing as like a Prop 22. If you fall beneath a certain amount of employees or your company is a certain size, you didn't get thrown in. Like with the Flex, it was only the Flex Association that got nailed in California, which was Instacart, Grubhub, DoorDash, Uber Eats, Uber, Lyft, um, and was there one more? I feel like, but regardless, it was just the giants, the other, like Curry delivered, deliver that they don't pay into prop 22. So, um, they're still under litigation. Wait, I don't want to see this. They're still under litigation because they pay by on duty time, not active. Is that for a relay? Wait, what are we talking about here? Because she wrote that when you were talking about the two apps that aren't covered in this. Oh, are you talking about the app? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, maybe Relay's yeah. one. Is that the name of it? I don't know. Yeah, that's okay. what she wrote. It's Relay. Okay. So that comment was about Relay. Okay. 
So as far as I knew, as far as I knew, they weren't even going to be brought into it. Cheyenne wanted me or us to put up this comment. Right? That's the one, Cheyenne? Yeah. yeah, Yeah. I I thought that's the one I was grabbing. (laughs) 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 So if they fall below 53% utilization weeks straight, four weeks straight. So if who does... Because Sergio and I talk about utilization rate all the time. So when, were we talking about the company or are we talking about the drivers? What If a driver falls, I'm, I'm a little confused on that one. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm waiting for Scrabble's comment. I see that she's read it back and forth. Yeah, I mean, I've been reading all this stuff, too. I'm just, I'm just kind of wondering where the what 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 that is being what that metrics being used for like is it if because utilization rate when when sergio and i talk about it we equate that to kind of what we were talking about before when kim said listen you have dash time you have time on the app or dash time and active time um so sergio and i always say utilization rate is out of each hour how much of the hour did you utilize like were you paid so how much were you active? How much were you just dash time? So if that's the case, 53%, I don't even know that they can guarantee you they can get you 53% <laughs> plus, especially with this new crap. I don't know that they can guarantee you you're going to have two door dashes an hour. So she responded at 940. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think <laughs> clicking it at the same time. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, it's the wrong one. Oh, darn it. <laughs> okay, so the hourly pay rate is based on a projected 60% utilization rate. So for the driver, so so they're saying that 60% of every hour you need to be active. So, so does that mean the, they have to feed you enough orders to stay active for the sixty percent? So here, here's here's where my confusion comes in. So you're talking about the hourly pay rate, the seventeen ninety six, not the not the fifty cents a minute that DoorDash is trying to shove down your throat. Because the reason they're doing that too, guys, if you're wondering why would DoorDash shove thirty dollars an hour down our throats as opposed to seventeen ninety six, the reason is is because they can keep you unactive for a while. Mm-hmm. And so, and let's be honest, we're past the days of sugarcoating on any channel, but especially here, um, you know, that look, there is, there's foul play going on in the DoorDash algorithm all the time. So if they are just trying to figure that out, I mean, I get that they've entered into a new logistical nightmare they're not going to get out of for a while, but we also have to look at the fact that, look, this has happened, by the way, this is the third time that DoorDash, Uber Eats, and Grubhub have been told by a judge on a second appeal in New York City that they must follow this starting this date. Guess what happened on the other two dates? <laughs> they said, we're going to go back to court. Hmm. Who's going to stop them from that one? Yeah, they lost this court case, but if you don't think Door- or Uber and DoorDash is... 10,000 lawyers can't come up with an angle. Come on, guys. 
I mean, go to a higher court though. Like didn't just go. Yeah. Yeah. But they'll, I'm not saying it has to be this. They now have two months to find anything and you know, they'll find a hundred things and they might not even bring them all all at once. They'll bring out four. They'll take it to court. If those lose, they'll bring out four more. They kept the rideshare thing tied up for seven years without making a payment. Once it was established what they had to do. And then what they, when they actually went through and did it, it failed. So Ceci said with Grubhub, you now have to be on block. There's no more just toggling on. Yep. That's going to be DoorDash, Uber Eats, and everything in the new year, you guys, in New York City. And then we're going to start to see other states. And there's a couple states that are looking to, just like AB5 and Prop 22 did, they want January 1st through the 5th. In between there, they want their legislation shut off. They want it done. They don't want to wait till March. They've got this thing all packaged and sealed. They want to change the fate of gig workers. And I've warned us about this, that if we move into legislation, you can never slet, shut the legislation door. Yeah. So it's, John is playing like missing people. Or something. <laughs> it's like playing <laughs> like, <laughs> where you like turn down like the person's face. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So here we go. So here's Scrabble again. So absolutely. They'll be forcing schedules on the other two in short order. Exactly. So scheduling blocks, I I already could have told you this happened with rideshare and they had to go through this for a while before they were like, dude, this sucks and it doesn't work. But what ended up happening, the only reason that they got out of that, New York City wasn't going to ever let them out of that because the cabs have died. The cabs were dead. And that's why Travis Kalanick started Uber. But the cabs where you pay a million dollar medallion fee in in, uh, New York City the old, I mean, there's LA has medallions, San Francisco has medallions, but they're like 50 grand. These are, these have been, I think the highest that the medallions ever went was a million three. And right now you can, I mean, they're down, but you can probably sell one. If you had a family medallion to drive a cab, you could probably sell one for about six to $700,000. Uh, but that's supposed to be like your family's legacy and your way to earn for everybody in your family for life. Um, and those things were always expensive. So but what happened was the they couldn't, you know, they had ways of letting, oh, okay, well, the medallions can go into Manhattan. The other, the green cabs and this cab, they have to stay, they can drop people off in Manhattan, but they can't pick up in Manhattan. You had to have a medallion to pick up in Manhattan, which is like, it's a necessity in rideshare if you're going to, if you're really looking to really make money in New York City um, for a cab driver or whatever. But so there's the, there's the, um, uh, you know, there's the cab drivers getting screwed. So they thought, okay, we'll do this with rideshare. We'll make them pick blocks. This will help the cab drivers out. It didn't. So what happened? Uber came in. Uber let the cabs. You could get cabs through uh the Uber app, and I said, I I'm Kim, we were still doing the roundtable when this happened. We even said, dude, this is just allowing Uber to learn their logistics. What did they do? They learned their logistics and they dropped them like a bag of potatoes. Yeah. They were done. They said, okay, well, okay, right. we got what we got. We got what we needed from you. Bye. They're not looking out for cabbies. No, I'm just even trying to think it's kind of like 
a little bit like Prop 22 in a little bit of way that you really can't, I mean, you can, but it would be kind of stupid for you to multi-app because then you would have active time in different, you know what I'm saying? Like different apps. So speaking, like speaking of that, there are now people, um, I found this out from Karen Anderson. There are now people because um, she has Uber and Lyft drivers in that group too, by the way. If you don't know who Karen is, Karen is the, she knows more about California AB5 law than any politician who voted on it. Fact. No, it's no, it's no joke. She really does. She, she, she talks to politicians. She tells them what it means that they signed. She's like, what you signed was this and it did this. They, I mean, politicians are all the time just relying on helpers and aides. Sometimes with the bigger ones, they read them, but they're just signing things. Okay. 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 Am I supposed to sign this? Yep. Your constituents. Want, okay. I'll sign it. But she, almost nobody really knows. I was shocked to learn that they never did a case study on the 2.2 million careers, not jobs, careers that were ended in California and still can't become part of the workforce again. These are 10, 20, 30 year careers, self-employment, freelancers, um, traditional gig workers, all that kind of stuff. They're done. And Prop 22 was simply a carve out. So the big perks were supposed to be to the rideshare drivers. Rideshare drivers don't see any because rideshare drivers make more than 100, 120% of minimum wage in any given active hour. But what Kim's talking about is like, let's, no offense, Bud Soda, you're not here, but I'm not picking on you because you're not here. But look, <laughs> Bud Soda's the master stacker. Um, if he were to say, I'm on Grubhub, I'm on Uber Eats, and I'm on DoorDash, and I'm going to work this and take three at once, technically he could be paid three 120% minimum wages. Now, would he get that in one hour? Probably not. It would probably look more like a 90-minute period at best. But in 90 minutes, he could be paid for 320% minimum wage active hours, if that makes sense. Because if he's doing active mm -hmm. deliveries, the other thing that it's done is just like in New York, California has passed the burden of Prop 22 onto the customers. And unlike New York, where it's $2, California's is dynamic. So it can be any, they have a range. The range is $1.75 to $3.75. And it's a line item on deliveries and ride shares. Everybody pays it on every one, and um, and that's it. I mean, so the big perks were supposed to be to rideshare drivers. They don't see any. The other perk was supposed to be uh, health stipend. The health stipend is so confusing, and it's so hard to get. Like 85% of the gig economy works 17 hours or less. All of them don't qualify. Boom, they're yeah. done. And they're in a really weird position too, but that's it. They don't get the health stipend. So to a rideshare driver, prop 22 was a fail. It got them. It was, it was a time to bargain and they got nothing out of it. But when AB five happened in late 90 or in late 2019, uh, November, it was signed in to go into law in January. They did not know that three months later, we'd be hitting a global pandemic. The first of our decade kind of thing. You know what I mean? They did not know that, oh, shit, we forgot to think about the food delivery ones. Like, I'll give you Instacart for an example. Instacart, $8, $7, $4. $4 minimum pay now for an Instacart shop. If you live in San Francisco, San Francisco's 
hourly minimum wage hourly is $19.88. So we'll call it 20. 120% of $20 is $24, right? So Instacart still shows $4 on the California app. When I was talking to Sergio, I said, I don't know why they just don't say 24. It takes over an hour to do an Instacart shop. Yeah. So if that's the case, just say base pay 24 because that's what you're going to pay them on everyone. Instacart yeah. wasn't involved in this, right? In Instacart is. It is, right? Oh, and, and I don't know about it. I don't know about New York City. I've been, that's I was what looking at it. I think it. I'm just curious. I think it's just the food deliveries. Okay. Yeah. I saw somebody else saying something about rideshare too, but when I responded, I haven't got a response back yet. I said, I think that, I think you're talking about something from the past because mm. they were definitely talking about New York City, but I'm like, I think you're talking about what happened and failed in New York City. And so, um, I don't know, guys, I know that a lot, I mean, I'm telling you, a lot of people are excited. And I think part of it's that early release. Every time this happens in a state, they're going to try something new because how it rolled out in Seattle or California didn't make the gig companies happy and it didn't make them look good. So they're going to keep trying new things. So here they're trying, my guess is they're trying, hey, let's just launch this right now, two months early during Christmas when people need the money and make them think, hey, this is the new rate you're going to make on DoorDash. Because DoorDash can afford to like subsidize a month's worth of worker pay at 50 cents and a 50 cents a minute on active time guaranteed. Yeah, for sure. They can do that. They can't do that for a year or two years. I mean, if they did, it would affect other States. They would have to pull from other States. My biggest problem with this again, and I'll say it is we already saw it in New York city with rideshare. It's not going to be any different with food delivery people. When, once they get all leveled out with these numbers, it's going to be floor meets ceiling. So if you're like, that ain't me. I make 50 bucks an hour on DoorDash. Not anymore. Not anymore. Because you got to make up for the people who are only making seven, eight. Yeah. That's how this system is designed. It's by design. That's how it is. And what is DoorDash? And I mean, again, I'm picking on DoorDash because most of the articles are about them, but I'm get look, guys, I'm not giving Uber Eats a pass or Grubhub a pass. I won't bring Grubhub 2 into it because they're dealing with some international um potential sale. I know they're already with some international stuff, but they're dealing with Amazon and getting into some international stuff. And I'll say that, you know, like, look, they might just want to be like, whatever, we're just trying to deal to get through. Who knows what they're doing with Amazon too. But as far as don't think that Uber Eats can be any different, just because these articles are DoorDash, that's just the the publications knowing that DoorDash gets the views. Yeah. Because DoorDash has 10 times as many drivers as Uber Eats. <laughs> so, I mean, of course, they're going to use DoorDash in the title. But really, I mean, if if it didn't take away from people clicking the article, they'd probably just write delivery apps in New York City. I mean, that's the real story. Delivery apps in New York City have a new scam for you. We're going to placate you for the month of December. And then we're going to show you what low pay is all about. Because look at the ethical compass that these guys have. I, actually, they just don't have one. I think they lost it. Yeah. Or they sold it with the autonomous division. I don't know what they did. But the bottom line is, <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at a ton of articles right now. I sent these guys eight or nine on just this part. And I'm looking at like, I had like 23. And I mean, like they're all corruption. The words in these corruptions. 
DoorDash makes tipping an afterthought to protest New York. Um, Uber, DoorDash, and Grubhub must pay New York workers 18 an hour. See, these are some of the work gets confusing too. Um, tips, tricks, damp- dampen delivery worker celebration of new 18 an hour wage. Um, again, and oh, I did have to ask somebody because I was very confused. So if it's 50 cents a minute, you would be able to do $60 in an hour, right? I was very thrown by why it's twenty nine ninety three. Is that what it is? Yeah. Because I'm like, well, where'd that seven cents go? They actually figured even if it was slam packed busy, that is the fraction of time it would take you to end one dash and pick up the next. Wow. They have it really calculated out, don't they? So my point is, is they made it look like this number that might be a real minimum wage because minimum wages are never like, yeah, $11. They're, they're yeah. always some change and weird stuff. So like what they did was they took a little bit off and made it look like, wow, this is like an actual rate. No, it's not. It's a statistic figured in on how long it, the, what is the, and they used the shortest time. What would be the shortest time that if somebody ended a dash, they could pick up the next one. And they were like, what, however, whatever came up with that, they were like, that takes seven cents off. To them, that makes this look a little better. I know some of you might think 30 an hour would look better to me. It actually probably wouldn't. It's hard to say that, but it probably wouldn't. It probably wouldn't look better to you because then you'd get into it and be like, wait, what? And it's just it just raises even more flags. They're trying to do this as covertly as they can. And now let's also, I'm going to hit on it. I don't care. Let's remember that New York is the number one state that is letting illegals use apps. Mm. How's that going to work? Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like every part of this, nobody was at work the day that they did this. All the departments involved, everybody was like, oh, we don't have anybody here today. <laughs> I mean, like uh, this, the like all the, the control, everybody involved. It's like, where were you when this was talked about? You, I mean, to me, I would, I would be in there just holding my head going, dude, can we come up with a plan that like literally people can understand and make sense of? Because this plan is horrible and we know what the gig apps will do. They'll do this. And I'm pointing to all the articles of what they're already doing. Yeah, pass it on to the customers. I mean, passing the two bucks on to the customer, my thing is like, how do you know after the new year that doesn't become five? That's up they to can, the company. The company can make it 10 if they want. And say they can keep raising it to whoever much they want until they start seeing a profit. Right. And if they're already not seeing a profit under the model they prefer, what do you think this does? To me, yeah. I've always said this is dropping the grenade into the system and wrecking it for everybody. It's like, if you know, like the gig worker collective, and I'm not trying to pick Willie Solace. If you're listening, you're still my boy, but Willie Solace and I don't agree on anything. It's the weirdest thing. I've known this guy. We get along. We don't agree on one thing on labor law. Now he is the lead of the gig worker collective um, in Houston. There's one in LA too, but he is the lead. I've had him on the audio podcast three separate times. We have some very good conversations. In fact, Willie's a big um, Atlanta fan. And he wanted to take his son to the Atlanta Braves game um, for the world's or for the all-star game. They were going to do it in Atlanta last year, I believe, or the year before last year, maybe, but because of 
controversy and other things going on, they said, no, we can't have the All-Star Game here. All of the merch had already been printed. Where did they move the All-Star Game to? Here in Colorado. And they moved it here like three weeks before. So we, I've been to All-Star Games a handful of times. I've been to, you know, I've been to these, I've been to lots of baseball and know how this stuff works. I was shocked because my son and I went to the All-Star Game and they had one t-shirt. All they had time to do was print one t-shirt in a ladies and a men's because all the merch was in Atlanta that was just basically like throw it away. It's worthless. Wow. And so, oh, and hats. So I got Willie, his son. I got Willie and his son each hats and I got Willie a shirt and I mailed it to him. <laughs> Because they had tickets, they were going to the game, they were flying to Atlanta from Houston. He was bummed. And baseball's the only thing where, and we don't even agree on the teams on baseball. <laughs> <laughs> but we like baseball. But I thought, okay, I'm sending this to him. And I mean, you know, I mean, what you know, this is this is the kind of thing I'm talking about. You gotta be able to talk to people that you don't see eye to eye with, and you've got to do it calmly. You can't come in here just spewing and yelling and being senseless. Nobody listens to that crap. And in fact, it makes a mockery of things. And we're seeing that right now. I mean, and again, if anybody in the chat, please say it. If you are making more money on DoorDash in the last three weeks, um, if you're making more than you have at any time this year, Please put in there that you are. I'd love to know because I don't, I talk to people all the time. I don't know anybody who is. DoorDash, I, I always say market to market. Kim, even uh, Cheyenne has only been here for a couple months, but she even knows. I always say that. And to be honest, like, I don't know. Um, I, I just don't know where this is going. And, and the timing couldn't be worse because the legislation wasn't supposed to start till next year. So what is that play? Because this even is, isn't supposed to start till February 2nd. Why is every why did DoorDash jump in this and go, fine, here we're gonna pay you this up front? I yeah, honestly believe, I honestly believe it's to get the 50 cent per minute people to believe that's the dream. The new year happens and they find out they get one order per two to three hours. Great. So you'll get a 30 minute order. And you'll make $15 for two hours. Because again, people won't tip. And again, if you're if you are curious about why, like if you're saying why wouldn't people tip though, like Kim and I were talking, and and like we were all talking about here a minute ago, the fact they're putting it after the fact to tip. First of all, we have enough trouble just getting people to tip. To do that is just saying just forget it. You don't need to tip. But in California, when people started seeing that Prop Twenty Two line, the tips stopped. Well, of course, because they thought, wait a minute, I make minimum wage. You're making 120% of minimum wage now as like a job because they don't view it that no customer, if you haven't worked these apps and you're a customer in California, no customer. I talk, I have friends who have never worked these apps in California, but they use them and they've said, and I explained this to them. It's look, if, if you've never worked these apps and you know, these people, you're not sure about independent contractor, but you've talked to a few, maybe, maybe you have a friend who does it. And they say, yeah, well, I, I, I still hustle. I make my money. Okay. But once they saw it go to 120% minimum wage, and then they're seeing an extra fee on their side too that used to go to the tip, they're not going to tip you. Because they know that 
And look at most of the drivers I talk to say the same damn thing. They say, listen, it, I'm stoked with Prop 20. No rideshare driver does. No rideshare driver does in California. But delivery drivers in California, there's a lot of them who are like, dude, I'm stoked about Prop 22. At 99% of the time when I talk to them, they don't know what AB5 is. That pisses me off because that means you don't know that 2.2 million careers, not flexible work five hours a week jobs, careers were ended because of AB5. And that's the only reason this happened. But they're not getting the tips anymore. So to the hustlers, where's the incentive? All you're going to get are the most, the worst cars, people not caring what their cars look like, not caring what shape they're in. None of that. I mean, it's, I've watched this happen to rideshare too, even in my market years ago when the prices started falling. People stopped washing their cars nicely and vacuuming the insides all the time and keeping it so that they're respectively clean. They didn't care. They're like, there's not any money here. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, there's no incentive. So, I mean, I don't know what people are expecting in New York, but I hope it's a great December for you because after the new year, I would not, I would really be concerned about this. I would not view this as a win. And I see a lot of articles saying drivers are getting a win. I don't, I don't see it that way. I mean, Cheyenne, do you, how do you feel about all this? I know you're in Canada, but. I'm just so happy that <laughs> like, there's so many things going on over there. And I'm like, oh my gosh, if that ever comes here, like, I know that at one point they were talking about in Toronto doing some type of legislation with Uber and something like this with like the base pay and all that kind of stuff. And it never went through, but I can't even imagine, you know, first of all, having to choose between which one that I want to take and then me being the person that I am, let's say if I go for that 50 cents, if I'm making, as you're saying, like $15 every two hours, what's the point? At this point, like, it's it's just not going to happen. And then 17 something per active hour. Active hour doesn't mean anything. They're just going to send you all of the orders that nobody else wants to take. They're going to send you all of the no tips. It's, yeah, it, it would be time to pick up and go on but to something else. Here's my Here's my other thing, though. Let's say that in a perfect world, let's say that there was enough orders to keep everybody busy every minute and let you earn that $29.93. I know people in New York who won't who do delivery who are hustlers who won't be happy with that. Well, of course not. They make because $50.55. $29.93 is not going to get them anything. Right. And, and they made way more money before. So they're like, dude... There, uh, trust me, there are people right now, the real hustlers are going, this sucks. I am yeah. screwed. Yeah. Because they, they already saw it with rideshare, even if they weren't doing rideshare. They probably took one or whatnot, talked to a rideshare driver. It was very well known in New York. They're not going to make more than that because why do you think they created that number? They created that number because too many people complained about, you can't make more than $7 an hour on DoorDash in New York. Maybe you can't. I know people who do. Again, service industry in this is not for everybody. Fact. No, it's true. You know, that and if true. you just are coming on, you're going, dude, I've worked W2s my whole life. I've heard good things. Why am I not making my, I'm sitting on my couch, right? Why am I not making my 50 bucks an hour? Because that's not what this is. Yeah. So I, I don't really know what to say more than that, other than I just see destruction, chaos, 
and potentially franchise model. And that's another thing that I, there's some articles out there on that too, on the franchise models. I don't even know what to say about that. I mean, franchise model would end the gig economy apps as we know them. It won't end the gig economy because the gig economy is expected to triple, if not quadruple over the next seven years. So, and that's worldwide. We're not going to be the one country that's not on board. I mean, we make some horrible decisions, but the U.S. won't be the one going, we're not going to participate in that. Yeah, that's not going to happen. We're going to definitely, in fact, we'll probably be some kind of leader, even if it's evil, in doing something and showing people how it should be done. But we're not getting out of it. My thing is, is this is ridiculous. Um, and some of the other legislation seems to make a little more sense when I see things like this. What really scares me when I see things like this, though, is I see how quickly they attacked the city, the drivers. I mean, we've said they don't care about the the drivers. We now know for a fact. I mean, we already have. But we now know for a fact. In New York City, you are nothing to them. You should be their backbone. And the only reason they can even exist. But you don't matter to them at all. And the city pisses them off. They want to... They want to be completely unregulated. Here's the worst part, you guys. There was a time, I don't, I can't say this for New York City, but for some of the other states passing legislation, there have been not only a time, there have been several occasions where they have been given offers to, if you do this and this and remove the AR rate and stop having tier programs, we can, we can, uh, we can start to work with you as an independent, con- as a co- company that says you only employ independent contractors. Because they were like, if you redo these, but what did DoorDash do? When they got those threats, they said, let's add a new tier level. I mean, that's you might as well just go take a hand of salt and just go throw it right in the regulator's eyes. <laughs> because that's what you did. You were like, oh, your stupid law? Suck it. You know, like, I'm, I don't even know what to say. It's just, they had a chance to play ball. They didn't want to. Playing ball is never, I mean, it doesn't even sound good, right? For a company, you don't want to have to if you have something going. But this is an unregulated space that will be regulated. And they they could have avoid parts of that by just saying, listen, okay, fine. We'll do this, but this is where it ends. You know, we'll do that. We'll remove AR rate. Th- little things like that would have at least pushed this back and allowed some more time to study what's really going on in this ever-changing gig economy because I take this as one of the worst signs of the year. What happened in New York here? I know, again... Yeah, That's a a good statement right there. Maybe that's a sign to look for the next hustle. And a lot of people, you know, you hear it, you're hearing it more and more now, but a lot of people need to realize that you, you shouldn't just have your eggs in one basket. You shouldn't just be relying on on one thing. And this is just another another example of that. You don't you don't want to just, you know, rely on DoorDash. Even worse, the people that are just on one app. Like that that to me in this day and age, I, I understand it, but still have them activated so that if anything happens, you could like, you know, switch quickly and you're not on waiting list and all that kind of stuff. But even just relying only on the gig apps it's it's not a long-term you could say project process whatever that you should be doing yeah 
Um, real quick, I got I got to plug this because Joe Tony saying Billy, he you know learn the zone. He's Tony is referring to Joe, who's Let's Play DoorDash, and he's calling him Billy because if you haven't been paying attention, Joe has a channel, but Joe ha, Joe's been doing a lot of hunting lately. He hasn't put any videos up lately. He put one of he put the most random video up today. <laughs> so if somebody Tony if anybody if you could drop joe's or uh let's play doordash's uh link in there it's it's only like uh six seven minutes or something um but guys i mean like he is playing a different character it's it's <laughs> i won't give it away <laughs> you guys gotta watch this <laughs> yeah there it is tony thank you yep exactly it's socialism at its best and that would make sense because new york is to the farthest left Look, I don't mind if you ride the middle, but I don't like extreme left or extreme right. I think they're both screwed. You got it. I think more people, you don't need to ride the middle. You can be left or right, but don't go extreme, you guys, because this is the kind of crap that happens. Um, but yeah, um, uh, the only other things I think that maybe we'll pick this up on a different week because um, Uber is is now fighting in Massachusetts because now Massachusetts wants what New York got. There's the, <laughs> the title is Massachusetts Uber drivers push for terms um, similar to New York settlement. And it's so this is like set in precedence everywhere. As yeah. I said, and it starts. <laughs> right. Oh my it's, God. it's ridiculous, you guys. I mean... It's ridiculous. And the Massachusetts thing was already going on. They're just giving them more ammo and more ways to find out how to really take it apart. Um, so there's that. I guess the one last thing I want to end on, um, since I we really ate through some time tonight. Um, but the last thing I want to end on is we had another um, horror story about Uber Teen. And... It's so nonchalant, this story. I don't know if you guys had time to read it, but it's um, Las Vegas uh, teens dream of basketball stardom uh, uh, dashed by drunk Uber driver. So a 14-year-old boy is recovering from a car crash in an Uber that sent him to the ICU Thursday night. Um, Ty Henderson's parents, Todd and uh, Arisha, um, said he was catching an Uber ride home from basketball crap practice. Okay, Uber teen, 14-year-olds taking Ubers. Um, so uh, so the Todd, uh, the, um, police told the family the Uber driver was under the influence while, during the ride. Um, he let it be known uh, quick as day. Hold on, let me bring this up quick as day uh that it was uh that it was the uber driver's fault 100 and i said uh what made you say 100 he said because the uber driver uh got took to jail for a dui it's crazy so the uber driver picked up a 14 year old kid somebody's son who had a who was going for basketball i mean not just playing basketball, this kid had, if you actually read the story, this kid actually had hopes of, of going to college, maybe scholarships. It's his career's over. He's in ICU. Um, and it's because he got into an Uber. We've but then even worse, this. even worse, 
he was missing that whole night because like he got the the driver got taken away the the child got brought to the ICU mom is wondering where's my child not home yet she's trying to call can't reach him and then finally at what six, six o'clock in the morning it said or something the ICU mm-hmm. nurse called her house what yeah like, first of all I didn't even want to endorse it, but like what parent, first of all, what parents letting you use? And, and I, if any of you are, I'm sorry. I just, this is how strong I feel about it. Um, I don't think anybody no under any circumstances should be letting their kids use Uber. Don't use Uber team. Um, I know that there's a lot of people who say, Hey man, I'm in a different situation than you. I got to use it. There are other alternatives. Um, figure something else out. I know it's not easy. Life isn't easy. Um, but don't do this. This is this is exactly, and it'll be interesting to see this guy's what happens to the driver because my uh, this is my guess is this is going to be an example of what I've said many times. His life is wrecked, and so yeah, it's over. First He's going to get no sued. One ever, no one should ever drive drunk ever. But to be behind the wheel drunk, like that is just beyond conceivable because not only now are you endangering yourself by being drunk behind the wheel, you're now endangering someone else, in this case, a minor. Like, uh, that's all I can say. Like, I just have no words because it's just absolutely horrible. Yeah. And then, I mean, just to kind of, this is a two second little throw on, but just to add it in, I, I got to say that like, there's another jumper. We had another jumper and a lift because, and the lift was doing, and the lift wasn't going slow. It was doing like 70. Um, the lift driver was drunk, hit another car, slammed them into a guardrail and left the scene with the passenger in the back. What? Passengers screaming, let me out, let me out, let me out. What the hell are you doing? And, and he's just gunning it to get out of there. After a while, she didn't think she was being kidnapped, but she jumped out. I mean, we how many jumpers do we have out of ride shares now? I mean, we I feel like we talk about this almost every week. Oh my gosh. I'm not about regulation, you guys, but I, I'm also not about any of this. This is this getting is ridiculous. Crazy. I always I mean, said, I don't believe in legislation, but I believe in something has to be done with a lot of these companies because they get away with way too much stuff in that, in my opinion, is just downright wrong and in some cases illegal. And they think that it's okay because, you know, they fall under independent contractorship and they use that a lot as an excuse to get away with a lot of the crap that they do. I feel like they missed their mediation period. That's my biggest concern is I feel like they had a mediation period. Okay, states, gig gig apps, we need to talk. Like <laughs> almost like getting a divorce. Do you want to go to court and spend $10 billion or do you just want to figure it out right here? And they were like, screw you. We're not going to follow any of your laws. And I feel like that's going to bite them harder than ever in 2024. Yeah. I feel like it's it's been a while coming. The pandemic helped slow that because, I mean, if you guys don't remember, like DMVs were closed. You couldn't go get your driver's license. You, yeah. They were doing things by mail that they normally didn't do. Like a lot of things just weren't happening. We're back now. The economy's suffering, but we're back as a, as a, as a country. And we can now deal with this kind of stuff. They pushed this so long, they've burned down their mediation chance they they no longer have it 
And even if they were now, it's almost like I feel like if they were to walk in and go, okay, you know what? We're really sorry about all that, but we'll mediate now. I feel like the states that I know of who are pushing for legislation are going to go, we don't care anymore. We've had it. And there's no way we're going into a room to have you write out eight lies to us that you're not going to follow. Yeah. So I feel like they're just like, no more. We're done. And we're not going to play your games anymore. That's so, so scary, though. I mean, this is what's happening in New York City, guys. And New York City has been pushing this stuff a lot lately. But this isn't even 2024. And I've been saying legislation's coming in 2024 that I know of. I thought this, I mean, this should have been coming in 2024 on February 2nd. Why is it in place now? Um, I feel like it's for what, there's some things we obviously don't know. And I feel like there's something that, the gig apps are trying as like a Hail Mary, like, dude, let's try this 50 cents a minute, get them, make sure they're all getting full hour time and they're going, this is awesome. Maybe we'll get the drivers on our side a little bit, which we've never had. And maybe that'll help our momentum. And then we'll do this and we'll sue that. And we won't let February 2nd go into it's, it's, it's over. It's, I mean, not the gig economy again, it's here to stay, but Mm -hmm these companies could have just rolled with it a little bit more and tried. You don't, I mean, I don't know. Personally, I'm not involved in all these discussions clearly, but to be honest, if I'm running a company and I know that they're shooting for hardcore legislation, I'm going to do everything I can not to like bow to everything they want, but I'm going to get into a room with them and truly hear them out and try and meet them somewhere. Because I'm not just going to go, yeah, whatever. And then the even worse part, sometimes when they say to a state, okay, that sounds good. Let's do that. When will it start? March 1st? Great. They sign it. And then March 5th comes around. They're like, you're not paying the drivers. They're like, yeah, we're not going to. We never were. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't understand how that just isn't somebody shooting you over that. Like, enough. You're going to jail. I don't care. I don't care what you are. You know, I'm... I, Again, New York is probably going to be a very hardcore one. It's just the state of New York. There's a lot to this, but um, this is not a plague that's going to just sit in New York. No. It might not be as bad in other states, guys, but it's coming all over the place. That's crazy. So, DoorDash did it early because they're trying to show that they're proactive or something. It's kind of like Kim was talking about with the reset of the uh, cancellation rate. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they're doing everything early now. Yeah, and I mean that just happened too, didn't it? Yeah. Was it yesterday? Yeah, the sixth. The sixth. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, before we go, Kim, like I forget, what is your take on this? And like, what is your take on how? The, well, I, I know I've heard a couple things that you've said on videos or whatever about you were talking about this, and what what is your take on why? Um, or the outcome or any part of this? Because I've heard you talking about it. So, Oh, God, there's so I feel like there's been so much I've been saying lately about DoorDash. But um, all in general, I just think, and I have another video releasing tomorrow, it's something is shifting in DoorDash as a driver. No matter, I don't care, no matter where you're at, there's, there's something happening and they're not telling the drivers what's happening. And, you know, I think it's from completion rate reset, which to me, it didn't really affect 
me too much just because I was already at a hundred percent. They, I got the email saying you've been reset. I'm like, great. I was already there. Um, but they said it 15 days early, not, not the date that they were supposed to. Like, it's just, they're just doing like lots of shady stuff. Like this new program that, you know, my area is in, it's just, it has completely changed the way that DoorDash operates in my own area. So, you know, it's now relying on, you know, other apps. When something's not working, you need to pivot and move on to something else. And I think that's what a lot of us are being or doing just because if DoorDash was my main app, I mean, it still does really, you know, it does okay in my market, but it really opened my eyes. Like in what Cheyenne said, don't put all your eggs in one basket, like learn how to have multiple streams of income. I think that's been like the biggest thing that I can say to anyone out there and not just like gig apps, like find different side hustles out there, whether it's, you know, have an Etsy shop, open up a YouTube channel. Like there's so many things out there. I mean, there's medical career. There's God, I feel like there's, there's, so many there's, and I know people don't probably want to hear this, but there's a seasonal Amazon work from home. There you go. There's, I mean, there's, there's transcribing. There is like, yeah. I feel like there's just so much and there's so many things. And I think, I, I don't know where I said it here, but I'll say it again. I'm sorry if I repeat myself. Like there are so many things you can listen to on YouTube as you're driving. If you have that capability that you can learn so much on different other side hustles that can still make you money and not be so app reliant. So, you know, do your research, pick up something new, learn, learn a new skill. You never know when it's going to come into handy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't agree more. So, um, Cheyenne, before we leave, uh, you had two articles. You want to talk about one of them? You had the Toronto one and you had the, I don't know yeah, why, I don't know. I don't know why you've had three CEOs for, for uh, it was what, three links that I found and I was like, ah, I'll just put all links. <laughs> That's for, is that for, uh, dishes? Uh, yeah, for skip the dishes. So okay. we're on our third CEO for the year, but it's actually not for bad reasons. Like, um, the second CEO that was there is because they're all getting promoted internally. So one of them got promoted uh, to head something for Grubhub and the other one got promoted because it's all under Just Eats, right? And the first one, he got promoted to do something with Just Eats. So now we have an ex-executive um, from Twitter, X, and he's going to be the new CEO uh, for Skip the Dishes. And they were mentioning, which I thought was actually really interesting because this has not hit my market. I haven't heard anything about it. So when I read that, I was like, oh, is this coming soon? But they mentioned that um, the CEO that's going over to Grubhub, so the one that's in place right now, they were in charge of increasing um, the market presence in other areas than food delivery. And I was like, oh, because on Skip, it's only food delivery that I see. So I'm assuming they're going to start maybe doing groceries or retail. Who knows? But when I read that, I was like, oh, that's actually pretty interesting because I haven't seen it. And if if it comes, I always said Skip is the app. If it was as busy as all the others, I would make all my money on Skip just because they pay really well. They have really good bonuses and all that. It's just that they're not busy. 
But if now they're going to come with, let's say, retail or grocery orders, no one's going to say no to that. Right. And yeah, then, we we learned today, I didn't even know, Delivered's in Canada. Really? <laughs> they're in Toronto that. and Vancouver. We learned this today with their CEO. They're in Toronto and uh, Vancouver. And the last city that they're going to be doing is yours. Really? Mm-hmm. I always find it interesting <laughs> when um, companies come to Montreal because there's the whole language thing that they have to deal with, which makes it a lot more complicated. So a lot of companies don't want to come to Quebec because... No, no, he was very, he's like, um, I said, that's funny. We get, uh, you know, we have somebody that sits on the panel. I know a French Canadian uh, speaking person from Montreal that has a a TikTok channel and even a YouTube. And I know uh, Ash and we know a couple people in Montreal, know some Toronto people and moves and all that too. But we know some people in Montreal and he's like, he's like, that is our last target. Really? That'd be awesome. That'd be really good, honestly. So, I mean, even even if you don't know about Delivered, just any more options. Like Tim was just saying, multiple streams of income. They don't have yeah. to be gig apps, but if they are gig apps, that's more... I know a lot of people get scared at that because they're like, dude, I don't have other skills to, to go... To that, I would challenge you. I would say, dude, give me 20 minutes with you. I will find something that you could do. <laughs> so funny enough that you said that because I released the video maybe like two weeks ago or last week. And at the end of the video, I was speaking about that. And I was like, guys, because I'm trying to bring like more marketing talk into the channel as well. And I was talking about like, you know, you can do a course, you could like, there's so many different things that you can do. What is something that you love to do that you can monetize, but that people are also willing to pay for it, right? And I was having different discussions in the chat and some people were like, yeah, I don't have any skills. And I'm like, that's impossible. Like, or I don't remember who it was that mentioned like, you know, um, I, I, I know a lot of like use, useless information and I'm like, it's not useless. It's going to be useful for somebody. And if mm-hmm. you know that maybe it's because you know how to study well, maybe it's because you know how to memorize things well, well, you can teach that to people. Like there's so many different ways that, we all have skills that we can use that somebody else is most likely willing to pay for. And we just think that it's a regular thing. Everyone can do it, but it's not, it's really not. And it, it, we we tend to forget that though, but we all have a skill that we can monetize out there, no matter what it is, yeah. whether it's on a YouTube channel, like Kim said, doing a course, doing a membership, anything, selling a digital product. You can have a digital product that sells for $7, but it sells like hotcakes and you make a whole bunch of money off of it. Like there's so many ways that you can make money online, especially in Mm -hmm. this day and age that we shouldn't always just rely on one specific thing. They have apps that like, if you like to read, like they actually have apps that are like Amazon affiliated that you can read and review books like there's just so like you can do voiceover work you can be an audible because people are contracting people to have audiobooks like there's just so much out there that if you just do your research you can figure out what's right for you and if you're one of the people who initially who right away thought kim yeah maybe but that's going to be gone in a minute because uh there's chat gpt i can tell you this i went to the when i went to the biggest podcast event of the year, which this year was here in Denver, Podcast Movement, um, I learned from a lot of people that they had already tried. There's some podcasts out there already trying Jet, Chat GPT and, and, and augmenting some of their segments with Chat GPT. They're losing viewers left and right. So one of the main things we were hearing was that 
Like it used to be a thing of, listen, uh, and mm, you got to go through and edit all those out of an audio podcast because people don't want to hear that. Edit them all out. Well, now they're saying leave them all in yeah. because then people know it's real. Yeah. People don't want to listen to chat GPT podcasts. Yeah. It's a lot more personable when you hear that. It's, it's so funny that you say that because it's true. Whenever even us editing YouTube videos, yeah. like the uh and the ums, you're like, okay, chop that out. <laughs> yeah, but at some point they thought, never mind, we'll just have Chat GPT do all the audio podcasts. Yeah. Those all fa- those are all the, the worst performing ones. It doesn't work. It doesn't so work. Don't I mean, I guess my point is don't just check out because you're like, well, Chad GPT is here now. That'll take it. Chad GPT has got a lot of problems. It's got legislative problems too. They're really taking that to town too. Yep. So lots changing in the new year. Um, if you guys have any comments about this New York thing, um, at this point, please save them. And when this video is over, put them in the comments of this show. I would love to readdress any comments. So if you're watching this on the replay or you're listening to this on the audio podcast, on the audio podcast, you can leave it on any anywhere, and or you can email me. Um, I would love to get your take on it. If you live in New York, please email us. Tell us what you're what you're feeling. Even though it's only a couple days in, are you stoked? Are you like this is awesome? Or are you like uh, it's okay, but I know it's going to suck here real soon. <laughs> I, I, we just want to know where everybody's at. We won't use any names. It'll be all kept like name anonymous. But you know, we'll we'll say what some people are thinking. Well, you know, if you guys share it with us, we'll we'll bring it out and let let you hear what other people are thinking. Because especially the New York people, um, I'm very I'm very interested to know what they think. Because I know a lot are I already know a couple who are now who have been doing gig work since 2016. Because it was a year after. There's two people specifically who were doing rideshare a year after me in New York. They somehow did into that change with legislation. They one of them left for about six months came back. The other one's been into the whole time. Now they do delivery and they do other apps. They multi. Um, Both of them are leaving in the new year and neither of them have a plan. They're not like, I'm going back to my W2. It's not like that. They're just like, I'm done. Done. Wow. Because they know what's going on. I mean, New York City is not a cheap city. And not at all. And to be honest, like if even 30 bucks shouldn't be exciting you but you definitely better realize that's all you're going to make. And if I'm sure there'll be some hours you might be like, oh, I made 38. I got an extra $8 tip. Okay. I'm not talking about every single instance. I'm talking about the big picture. You're pretty much just going to make that. Though. They just, I mean, they're, they're now starting to remove it from the articles, but they were using the term minimum wage. That should speak to you highly because what that means is they've created a minimum wage and that's all you're going to get. Yeah. You know, so the, the companies have always undercut us. So they're not going to come now and say, we're going to pay you more. Not with all this. So um, sorry, this was a little rough and tumble. If you need a good, if you need a good uh, fun piece and you want to learn something about delivered, go watch it over on the para channel. Although you can't win the prizes because they all got one. And if you just joined us late, Kim even won. Kim won a TV. She won a 36 inch TV. I mean, you know, great prizes. Uh, Gigwise, he's not in here, but Gigwise won a PS5. Amazing. That's so crazy. At, so, at one point, I, I don't know, Kim, if you heard me, but I said, I said, wait, can David and I enter? 
<laughs> and he was like, he didn't even answer. He just kind of was like, uh. I was like, I'm kidding. I mean, we're not going to enter. <laughs> I'm going to ask my own question. Um. <laughs> but I couldn't believe it. I was really surprised. It was, it was such a, it was such a nice thing. And you guys, I thought we had a really good time when we had Ashley from Delivered On, who's their uh, chief strategy officer, their CSO. Um, but it was really nice to have Chris on. Chris is an extremely level-headed, nice guy. And he has faced a lot of challenges with the app. And he shared them with us today. However, the app is way more upfront than most apps. I mean, like a lot of the smaller apps. The transparency is there. Yes, it'll take you a minute to build the momentum. To, and you can't build, you can't go out and make days undelivered yet. So those of you wanting that, that's not where it's at. You're going to have to piece some things together, but we're all multi-apping, right? Even if you're only doing two or one, you could throw these in because most of these are scheduled. You will know most of these ahead of time. Yeah. Almost I all. I have two scheduled for tomorrow. Exactly. So I know how to plan out my day tomorrow. Yeah. Perfect. I mean, and that's that's how a lot of the catering ones work. And that's I love that. As much as I love my flex, I love scheduled too. It does. I know it sometimes doesn't add up, but it does because... I love to know, okay, in the morning, I'm going to start off with these two things and I'm going to have this much money after those. So it make, makes my day a lot less stressful. Now I can really cherry pick and find the good stuff. So um, I guess we lost John along the way. Tom, get better. Uh, Gary, see you soon. And uh, <laughs> um, you guys, thank you for joining us. Uh, I hope this isn't the 300th one. Is I'm gonna run it anyway, but anyway, guys, uh, we will see you back here. I can't even tell if that's the right one. Never mind. Um, we'll see you back here next week. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we will be very chat friendly next week, by the way. And also, uh, the week after, um, I am planning a the biggest game show we've ever done, <gasps> even the Long Island Dash experience one, everything. It's gonna be I'm really trying to put together a lot of different pieces of game shows. So it's going to be in sections. Kim gave me the idea last week when we had six and she's like, we almost have a Hollywood squares. <laughs> like, oh. No, it's, I'm not saying it's Hollywood. Squares. I just made it, I just, no, I just made it think like, I, why can't we just do like little sections on each game show? It's almost like a game show history. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. I need to step up my game show game. I know, right? <laughs> it won't be like the trivia one. It'll be like the game show ones we've done. So it'll be. So no impossible questions that we're all like. What? what? All those came from. My daughter still remembers that from one. Uber. She's like, did you do any games today? And I'm like, no. And she goes, do you remember where you can't eat fried chicken with a knife and fork? <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> um, but thank you all for joining. Um, thank you all for you. If you didn't, again, if you didn't watch it and you're interested in delivered, um, if you're doing delivery, you should be interested in delivered. I don't know if they're in your market or not. They're in 150 cities now. Um, but watch um, because I think he gave away a lot of good information and it will help you when you onboard to not get frustrated and go to Facebook and see a stupid post and think, yeah, that's what's happening to me. And, and not everybody's out to get you guys. So, um, you know, and as he said, they're working on straight numbers. They make their money. Now they're trying to do the best they can for the drivers. So go listen to it. 
if you do delivery and you're looking to make more money, if you do LOP and you're thinking, I don't get many orders, that's because they're all being taken away by real catering apps. Mm-hmm. So go check into some. But that said, we will see you back here next week and uh, y'all be safe and earn smart. Peace. Bye.